Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 13, How I Paid Off $30,000 of Debt in Two Years, by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today, I have a post from a brand new voice here on the podcast, someone we haven't heard from yet in our first couple of weeks. That would be Kate Flanders. We'll get to that in just a minute. If you have any topic requests for us, come visit oldpodcast.com. And if you didn't know, this podcast is actually a spinoff of Optimal Living Daily, which focuses a little bit on personal finance, but also on personal development, minimalism, and more. So if you like this concept of blog posts being read to you, go check out that show too and subscribe for more content. But for now, let's start optimizing your life. How I Paid Off $30,000 of Debt in Two Years by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca Before I explain how I paid off all of my debt in less than 24 months, I want to thank each of you for commenting on Wednesday's post. I haven't replied to many yet, but I read each and every one of your 52 congrats as they rolled in, and I so appreciate you taking the time to comment. Tuesday was a big day for me. I've spent the last two years and 50-some-odd paydays trying to wipe out my debt, and now it's gone. But as I said in Wednesday's post, I didn't pay it all off the right way or the easy way. I stopped tracking my spending a few times, went way over too many budgets, and made one decision that could have been a huge mistake. Today, I want to explain how I paid off $30,000 of debt in two years. 2011. In June 2011, I was maxed out with a little more than $28,000 of debt. I round that number up to $30,000 now because of the amount of interest I likely paid in my first year of debt repayment. See, at the time I started this blog and my debt repayment journey, I had just moved back in with my parents. Mom and dad thought I was at home so I could pay for school and graduate debt-free. They had no idea that on top of what I owed them, my credit cards were maxed and I was paying off two other loans. At the time, I owed them just over $4,400 for tuition they had paid for me. Because they didn't know how bad the rest of my financial situation was, I made my first big decision in my debt repayment journey to pay my parents back first while letting my credit cards sit maxed out at $6,500. And that's exactly what I did. While making only the minimum payments on my cards and hardly saving a penny, I handed over huge payments to the bank of mom and dad. And after just three short months, I paid back the last of what I owed them. Looking back, it's easy to see that paying that first loan off so quickly is likely what inspired me to continue with the rest of my debt repayment plan. I learned that sacrifices had to be made and that my lifestyle had to change, but I reaped the rewards almost immediately 
And fortunately, even though I paid them back every penny in just three months, my parents let me stay at home for six. I took full advantage of living at home rent-free by continuing to cut back on things I wanted and paying off a total of $10,000 by doing so. 2012. On January 1st, 2012, I moved back out into my own apartment, and I'm not going to lie, I was scared shitless about doing so. I still had about $4,000 of credit card debt, and I didn't trust myself not to rack it up to its maxed out status again. So I started trying all kinds of crazy things I now refer to as financial fad diets. First, I decided to live off cash. I gave myself $110 a week for food, gas, fun, and small necessities. But then there was the week I had to pay almost $30 for a pack of birth control, which screwed up my whole budget. Yeah, I gave up the cash diet almost immediately after that. Then I thought I would try to make a bunch of extra money by selling things I no longer wanted or needed. But then some chick tried to break into my apartment when I was home, and I decided it wasn't worth it. And then I did what could have been the stupidest thing of all. I took advantage of an offer to do a 0% credit card balance transfer. Seriously, I felt so stupid about this that I didn't even blog about it. Sure, I had done the math and was confident I would be able to pay off the full balance before any interest accrued. But that calculation righted on the assumption that I would be getting at least a $2,000 tax refund, anything less, and my budget would have been ridiculously tight from then until July. So you can imagine how happy I was to file and see that I would be getting back more than $2,700. I titled that blog post The Game Changer because that's exactly what it was. My 2011 tax return helped me reach a positive net worth and pay off my credit card debt once and for all. Once I was free from all credit card debt, I became a little lost. I hit patches of debt fatigue, which is where a person grows tired of paying down their debt and just wants to have some fun. After a couple months, I finally made a new plan to be debt-free before I turned 28. See, even though my credit card debt was finally gone, I still had two loans that I was chipping away at. For the first year of my debt repayment journey, all I did was make my regular payments on both of them and neither was scheduled to be paid off until April 2014. But I knew that I could wipe them out before that. It just helped that I quit my job in September 2012 and moved to Toronto for a new one, where I then lived out the rest of the year paying only $600 a month for rent. I could write an entire blog post about how much my situation with Rumi helped me in 2012. 2013. Without a doubt, 2012 was the year I changed my life. I made some mistakes in the process, but by the end of it, I was definitely heading in the direction I'd hoped to be in. I started 2013 with only $6,500 of debt left to pay off, and my new debt-free date was June 7th. Better than being debt-free before my 28th birthday, July 7th, I wanted to be debt-free before I hit the two-year mark of writing Blonde on a Budget. And as the date crept up, my desire to be debt-free took over the rest of my financial goals. For starters, I stopped contributing to my emergency fund and RRSPs. It didn't help that I also decided to move back to BC, which was another expense I needed to save up for. But savings in general just stopped being as important as becoming debt-free. My 2012 tax refund took another big chunk out of my debt, leaving me with less than 10% of my original debt. Then last week, when I realized I only had $495 left to pay off, I took some money out of savings and made my final debt repayment. And now, I'm here, at debt zero, as many of you seem to be calling it. And it's only May 27th. My savings accounts are looking pretty sad these days, but they can only go up from here. On Friday, I'm going to get my first paycheck in my entire adult life where I won't need to allocate part of it for debt repayment. I don't owe anybody money. Well, except me, I owe myself money. $500, in fact, for what I took out of savings last week. But then, my paychecks will be all mine. 
So for every comment or email I've received from someone who has wanted to know how I got out of debt, there is your answer. See, it wasn't pretty. I wasn't always smart. I just knew I wanted to live a life without debt, so I made it happen. On to the next chapter. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. You just listened to the post titled How I Paid Off $30,000 of Debt in Two Years by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca and such a huge issue today, student loan debt, mortgage debt, credit card debt, and what we can do about it by helping people and uh, making sure they're making the right decisions. It's an issue, obviously, not just for those going through it, but politically as well, and it's something that's sure to be discussed more and more, uh, particularly student loan debt as we head through this election year of 2016. But enough about what I thought. What did you guys think? If you have comments to share with me about this or any other post, go to oldpodcast.com. And that is it for today's episode. I will see you tomorrow where I'll be reading a post from another author who you'll be hearing for the first time on Optimal Finance Daily. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together... We'll start optimizing your life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,